0: Regular readers of Life Every Day, anybody who's read any of my books or heard me preach, you know this truth about me, and that is that I am frequently lost. It's not that I don't have Waze, W-A-Z-E, on my cell phone. Yes, I have that. I have Google Maps. I even have this antique item called a physical map. Despite this, I'm frequently lost. In fact, often I'm lost with Kay, my wife. We... We're prone to experiencing navigational tension in our lives. What happens to me is that I get lost. Then I think maybe I'm not lost. And if I just go around this corner, I'll find my way again, which makes the situation worse. Then I stop and ask for directions, but I get really bored listening to the answers that I've requested. They're saying, turn left at the traffic light, second right at the dog and duck pub. And I think, well, this is really too much to take in, and frankly, rather boring. This is numbing. I'd rather be lost. I know this. It can be confusing, frustrating, bewildering to be lost. Here's the truth. We as human beings, without God, without Christ, we are lost. But that's not a very popular message these days. We're living in a day when any commitment to absolute absolute truth is treated with suspicion. We can be quickly smeared as being bigoted if we insist that Jesus is the only way. In the passage of scripture that we read today, we hear about there being no other God except in Israel. You see, God's way has never been that we can take a pick-and-mix view of spirituality. Just choose any God, whichever one you're attracted to, and worship them. No, there is but one God, and he calls us into relationship, a relationship of worship to him and to him alone when we hear the words of Jesus in the Gospels, that the best known verse, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. We realize then that he is either a madman or he is the Son of God. There's no middle ground between those two claims. We've either got to dismiss him or we have to worship him. The challenges that we face are not new. The early Christians were called to offer worship to the emperor. So, for example, when the apostle Paul wrote to the church in Philippi, he knew that they were being called upon to take a pinch of incense. And as they offered that incense, they would declare that Caesar was Lord. But as followers of Jesus, the one who claims exclusively to be God, they knew that they couldn't worship at that altar and then worship Jesus. We have a similar challenge, although perhaps it's far more subtle. We're called to take a proverbial pinch of incense and worship at the altar of tolerance. If we say, Jesus is the way, we are quickly accused of being arrogant and bigoted. Now let's be clear. We don't have to rant at our world, and our lives should point to the wonderful truth that God alone is our source, the one true God, and that power is at work, his power at work in our lives. We don't have to be dismissive or rude about other religions because the reality is that we can learn things from every expression of thought, whether it be religious or non-religious. But we are called back to this core truth. There is no God except the God of Israel, and the God of Israel we recognise in Christ. He is not a way to God. He is the way to God. For the early Christians, this reality ushered in great persecution, and I am convinced that we will probably be spared persecution if we're willing to just conform and fit in and dilute the message. But the reality is we can't do that. Christ is the only way. And so let's live that truth. Let's express it with respect and tenderness. But let's never lose our grip on that core foundation of our faith. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus.